Welcome to the U.S.-China Insights Podcast from the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations, featuring short interviews with leading experts on timely issues affecting the U.S.-China relationship. The Justice Department's China initiative against economic espionage and intellectual property theft has made Chinese students in the United States a focus of increasing scrutiny, while Congress has initiated legislation aiming to restrict this broad group's ability to work and study in the United States. In light of the Justice Department's more than 3,000 active investigations of China-affiliated researchers and students in the United States, Queen's College President Frank Wu discusses the initiative, the resulting increase in scrutiny of Chinese nationals and Chinese-American students, and the potential threat to American competitiveness and economic vitality that these developments present. Frank H. Wu is the president of Queen's College, former president of the Committee of 100, and a former litigator and professor of law. He is a frequent public speaker and the author of Yellow, Race in America Beyond Black and White. Wu earned his bachelor's degree from Johns Hopkins University and his JD degree from the University of Michigan Law School. In 2006, he completed the management development program at Harvard University's Graduate School of Education. Is denying visas to Chinese students and scientists an effective strategy to combat IP theft and state espionage? There's a joke going around uh, among Chinese on social media. The joke is the United States government is worried that if Chinese come, they'll steal intellectual property. If the Chinese don't come, there won't be any intellectual property being created here worth stealing. That's the joke. If we believe that every Chinese student, or that almost all Chinese students in STEM fields, in fact, are spies or lawbreakers, well, then of course we should keep them all out. But it's highly unlikely, just on the face of it, that they are all or almost all spies. All these people now, if they have a a grant, if they work in a scientific field, they're fearful because they're leading public officials that openly declare that we have to be fearful, suspicious of every single person of Chinese descent who wants to come to the United States to study science, that we should exclude all of them. All of this harms the American national interest totally separate from how it affects Chinese Americans. The United States, its great strength, especially with rising ethnic nationalism globally, has been its openness, that it has welcomed people. Now, so many talented people of Chinese descent are thinking, why would I go there? I'll just stay where I am in Shenzhen, or I'll consider Canada or Europe. That does not help America. How can the United States counter these problems in a way that avoids racial profiling and a potential U.S. brain drain? As an American, I am all for appropriate law enforcement. And it is possible to have effective law enforcement without engaging in racial profiling. It's possible to have more compliance training, a reduction of expressly racial rhetoric, and investigations that are based on conduct and other flags uh, that would suggest that someone is violating American laws without using race and ethnicity as the factor that determines whether to look at someone. 
Could the United States seek to resolve this issue with the Chinese government directly, rather than prosecuting individuals and keeping out broad groups of people? We live in a moment that's fraught. It feels as if there's a reckoning upon us. There's a global pandemic. There are civil rights protests all throughout the nation, long overdue, joined by so many. Regrettably, on both sides of the Pacific, there has been an increase in anger, and it just keeps going up and up and up. The irony is, historically, among the best bridge builders are those individuals who are bicultural. You know, I am an agent of foreign influence, but in the other direction, I have a couple of times gone to China and taught American law, uh, ethics in English. So I've tried to promote American values in China. And that idea was once at the heart of engagement. Well, that's what the National Committee is all about. The idea that if we train people who are bilingual, bicultural, who are as comfortable in Beijing as Washington, New York City uh, as Shanghai, that through these relationships, through this understanding, through engagement, by coming into contact with one another, we will make things better, not worse. There is now an express rejection of engagement and the rapid promotion of disengagement, which probably is not going to serve humanity. When you think about what's on everyone's minds, the pandemic, it's not as if there's going to be one cure for Chinese people and another cure for American people. It's likely that there will be multiple cures that could be developed in a cooperative fashion. But even on issues such as fighting the pandemic, there's a ratcheting upward of global tension, especially between the United States and China. With every policy at every turn, there's always the option. Increase the anger, uh, the rhetoric that dares the other side to match the same intensity, or try to decrease all of those negative feelings and sit down and say, look, we can, we should, we must work this out. For more interviews, videos, and links to events like this one, visit us at www.ncuscr.org.